Civil unrest is brewing and it seems to be escalating at this time. The first thing I want to look at is the resignation nation. All around the US and in fact, all around the world, we are seeing people quitting their jobs at a record pace. The second thing I want to look at is $200 oil. Could this happen? Well, many believe that this is going to come in the near future. And the third is the next big thing beyond lumber, beyond iron ore. What is it? I'll give you that. And the last thing, if you stay till the end, we're going to talk about one tip related to income. Let's get into that right away. So let's begin by taking a look at this Reuters article. And right there at the top, it says the great reboot, an interesting term, tight US job market triggers strikes for more pay. I had previously shown you what had happened with John Deere, 10,000 workers walking off. Thousands of workers remain on strike across the United States, demanding higher pay and better conditions. In the case of Hollywood, they agreed to some terms that gives them a few more years. The tight jobs market has only emboldened these people. Why? Because they're getting perks for signing on. They can quit their job, go to another employer, and suddenly get a lot more pay just by one simple transaction essentially right now because there's so many job openings they can pick and choose they're talking about kellogg's in here the cereal plant another situation there and essentially saying enough is enough we can't afford to keep giving away things to a company that financially has made record breaking returns the employees are not seeing the benefits perhaps of the corporations doing stock buybacks and all of this. More than 28,000 healthcare workers at 13 Southern California hospitals and hundreds of medical centers voted overwhelmingly to authorize a strike. They want more pay, they want higher levels of staffing to reduce the burnout. That's what they're saying. There could be other issues at work here, but this is what they're saying. This is what they're quoting. The point, the, the whole point here is that they're not working. Okay, they are not working, whether it's coming from a strike, whether they're getting fired, whatever the situation is, they're not employed. Then you have this, as Starbucks workers seek a union, company officials converge on the stores. They don't want unions, it seems. A push in the Buffalo area could produce a, the first union at company-owned stores in the U.S., but backers say that moves by management are having a chilling effect. And essentially, you got people looking over your shoulder wherever you are, it seems. They do get into that if you're interested in this particular one for Starbucks. I think the point is, quite frankly, that this is the great resignation because it's affecting so many people. This article is talking about how it's becoming a global phenomenon. In fact, they use that same word. The phenomenon that is the great re uh, resignation seems to be picking up speed. A record 4.3 million U.S. workers quit their jobs in August. Think about that. In a single month. Now, there could be factors at play here, which these articles are not talking about, but it is important to pay attention to all of the data and just take it for what it is. According to the new data from the Labor Department, that's showing directly from the source, a figure that expands to 20 million if measured back to April. Many of these resignations took place in the retail and hospitality sectors with employees opting out of difficult low-wage jobs, but 
the quitting spans a broad spectrum of the American workforce. This is just showing you what's happened over the period. This is the funny part though. If somebody gets hired, let's just say for one month, they're going to show up as a new job. But if they get you know, hired and fired and hired and fired over and over again, that's one job, one job, one job over and over and over. It just picks up. That doesn't make any sense, right? Because that guy was just unemployed. Now he's employed. The numbers don't make a lot of sense. That's why you see the unemployment rate at 4.8% in the United States. None of it makes sense, but here we are today. They get into more of the details here and it just shows and talks about what we've been saying, the supply chain problems. They're talking about how you know there, there's pressure from all sides, but look at what's happening with the economy. Look at the actual industrial production year over year. That's the blue line that's been coming down. And then you see the month over month now into the negative. All right. Just giving you an idea of what's been happening. The so-called recovery just isn't there. This happens to be U.S. industrial production showing you manufacturing and what has been happening. Look, over the last six months, it hasn't been good. Okay. Six months. And that should give you some insight as, as to what's happening in the actual economy. Not in what kind of statistics they show you. It is never going to make sense if we use what they give us at face value. If you agree, if you agree with me that these statistics are always going to be short-sighted, they're going to be manipulated and so on, hit that thumbs up button to support the channel and support me in my comments in what I am telling you. Now we have this. Cars are making money like homes for now. The unprecedented jump in used vehicle prices has made it a great time to own a vehicle, but it might be storing up problems. They're just saying that there's a lot of uncertainty now and so on you know, when you go through the article. This Wall Street Journal article is basically saying that people are making money hand over fist by having a car. It usually, the, you know, the, before 2020, we would say as soon as you drive it off the lot, it loses 30% of its value or 50% of its value, whatever it might be. But now you drive it off the lot, you drive it for a few years, and then it's worth more money. I mean, we just don't see that. U.S. consumer price inflation, it looks like about 45% or so on used cars and trucks. Crazy. Never anything like this. Inflation right here, used vehicles, they're just saying 24% because it had come down at the peak. Just to let you know, at the peak, it was 45%. That has since come down. Uh, I'm not exactly 100% sure why that has come down since the, uh, the problems, the underlying problems here with vehicles have actually worsened over the period. But everything's kind of out of whack and we'll only know in the rearview mirror how intense it really was. Looks like things are just going to get more tight as we move into the end of the year. They give you some more numbers, more percentages that I thought were interesting, but of course we don't have time. Let's look at this a little bit clearly in the Money GPS Insights. Millions have quit their jobs for various reasons, and now this has gone global. Employment has created and manufactured this paradigm shift in people and what they do in businesses and how they work. And that's so important to understand today. 
employees today have the upper hand because they can request more pay or they could simply switch to another job, another business and get what they desire. When I said $200 oil, do you think I was exaggerating? No, not the case. Crazy bets on $200 oil invade the options market. Traders are wagering U.S. crudes. A rally to seven-year high is just the beginning despite a softening global economic expansion. Because it doesn't matter what's happening in the economy. The only thing that matters is the markets, of course. So you can just see right in here, they're talking about a lot of money being put onto $100 a barrel. I've been talking about $100 a barrel for a while. You've seen that here. It looks like it could just, for the time being, continue to go up and up and up and up. Now, whether OPEC decides to take action, you know, we'll see. But I think it's just important to note every aspect of this. You got the supply chain, you've got the bottlenecks, you've got the employees doing this and that. I get it, I get it. But ultimately, things are going nuts and this is one commodity yes it has gone up considerably especially the fact that in some cases it was in the negative but uh, it's actually trailed behind some of the other commodities considering how important this one is on the left hand side outstanding west texas intermediate wti call options with 100 barrel strike price all you need to know is that as we got into 2021 this has been you know, something that traders have just been throwing money at. Just look at that spike. It's crazy, crazy. And that just gives you an idea of how much money is behind that bet. You can see the prices as well, comparing Brent and West Texas. Looking through, I don't know if they show it in this article. I saw some of the charts just to break it down and how crazy, how crazy, truly crazy it was. Now, Let's talk about something interesting. Uh, Kazatomprom announces investment in physical uranium fund. I believe this is from Kazakhstan. And essentially, they were doing what Sprott is doing and been able to secure their own resource and then have a market surrounding that physical uranium fun they're doing what sprott's doing and this is the national company i believe the way it's it's written here and so they are seeing a lot of money going their way uranium uranium sprott is just they, they just can't buy enough of it they have a real stronghold on the physical market today right so you could look at that I just think people should pay attention. I don't know if I have any uh, other charts on that. No, but understand that many have called this the next big thing because the supply is so small. You've got the push from all governments around the world and they want to do away with coal and so on, which I'll talk about in just a second. But understand that there's so much money going into this there are not enough players in the space and the market is super tiny compared to many of these others and that just spells a big squeeze but who knows the country's relying most on coal look at this botswana uh, kosovo mongolia south africa and so on 
South Africa, interestingly, 85.5%. India, 70.6%, and so on. So what happens when you've got coal prices going up higher and higher and higher? This has an impact. This is copper inventories being at a level. I mean, we just, they've been declining for years, obviously, but look at where it is today. We're back into that brief moment. It was just briefly down there around 2008 timeframe. Other than that, I mean, who knows? The chart goes back into the 80s and we haven't seen them this low. Supply and demand fundamentals going crazy today. China's power woes may worsen as demand surges amid coal supply lag, just like all of the others. You see the same kind of things happening over and over again. The thermal coal futures hit a record high. Output falls. I mean, just all, all of it adding up at the exact same time. That is a perfect storm. All right. And then you stayed until the end. Let's talk about income really quickly here. This is so important regardless if you are employed or not. Check this out. Have a secondary source of income. Have an income stream that is not dependent on your local area performing well. Think about it, okay? If you live in a particular region and suddenly it's not so great anymore, if your customers were in different places of the world, maybe some in Europe, some in Australia, some in Asia, and this and that, well, now suddenly, you know, economies work a little bit differently in different places. Maybe you've got a secondary, that's your secondary income. Okay, that's great. Have income that is not tied to any geographical region. So maybe you have an online business that you could simply get up and go. If the stuff hits the fan, you can walk. You've still got an income. Use an existing skill to learn or learn a new one that is always in demand or coming up. Okay, you want to make that money. And I think this is important that sometimes we got to retool. We have to do this or we have to use what we have now today to bring that money in. Sell services or products to your neighbors, your family, your friends, your coworkers. Start small. Don't think you got to be a billionaire. Start small. Take action today and it will make a difference. All right. If you're not already an insider, you've got to be insiders. It's free and it's available right here at this card or the money gps.com. And if you haven't already hit that thumbs up to support this channel, I really do appreciate it. When you give the thumbs up, you're actually more likely to see these videos in your recommended. So definitely do that. I appreciate it. And if you haven't seen this video yet, you definitely want to check it out. Click it and I'll see you there. Thank you.